Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Mike Katrin, but not joining me is Tyler Watts. Instead, this is a special edition of the Watching the Boxes Podcast. We um, are, have been invited to participate in a Fantrax um, experts-only draft, so um, pretty cool. Uh, personally, uh, Josh Lloyd's in here. Kyle McCown, who uh, has been on the podcast before, he is uh, in here. Our old friend Alex Reichlin, he is also in this uh, in this draft, and a couple other basketball monster guys. Matt Smith is on here. Pete Rogers, Steve Torrey, um, and this was all put together by uh, Matt Williams, who uh, graciously reached out and um, wanted to. Have uh, a pretty early, but uh, probably pretty necessary expert draft. And this uh, podcast is only uh, the full podcast will only be available to our subscribers to Patreon. So if you go out to Patreon.com/slash/watchingtheboxes, you can get the entire podcast of the mock draft uh, that we're doing for these experts. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to be um, publishing the results of this uh, somewhere, uh, either on the Patreon or just publicly. But uh, if you want to listen to the rest of my commentary while I'm drafting and maybe uh, why I talk crap about other people's uh, picks or then are just like greatly disappointed by uh, the picks that I've made, like uh, you're going to want to listen to the whole thing. So patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Uh, so you will get uh, the entire mock draft. We're about to uh, start. So I'm just going to give you a, kind of like um, a little intro into how I approach um, drafts. And uh, first and foremost, obviously, I think if you're listening to this, you, you hopefully know that um, you want to go out and make sure you know what pick you are going to be. So that's the very first thing you want to do. And I'm going to be pick 11. Um, I'm actually shoved up between uh, Alex Raiklin and um, Josh Lloyd. So Josh Lloyd is picking at the turn on 12. So it's a 12-team. This is a roto draft. Um, I believe it's 8-cat roto draft. I don't think we have turnovers. But, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a strictly 9-cat guy. You know how I roll. So uh, this has forced me to get out there and put my uh, get my top 100 kind of put together. So I did uh, have to do a little extra work earlier in the season than I normally do, but that's probably healthy for me. Um, so I will be picking right next to Josh Lloyd, who's on the turn. I'm almost on the turn, so that's rough. I think you know Josh is probably going to be snagging a lot of the guys I was looking for. Um, and I should have done some research to see what players Josh Lloyd was into, uh, so I know if he was going to take a, a player of mine or not that I'm that I'm interested to. We will be getting started here in a few minutes, but uh, I like to do a lot of mock drafts um, before, like based on what my position is. So I picked the 11th pick. I've been on Yahoo for the last you know three or four days, just running through, seeing who's available, seeing who doesn't fall to me, seeing which picks. When you're in like a a snake draft like this, seeing which picks. Um, I'm going to have to reach for down near the bottom. And um, it's, it's been kind of difficult because when you're, uh, I think there's a consensus, you know, top eight, um, definitely a consensus top, I think four. But 
once you get past that top eight, top nine type of players, uh, which my first pick will be past that, uh, it's kind of interesting to uh, try to build a team around um, what I would consider second tier players. Uh, you're not going to get in the one A's, the one B's. And uh, I've kind of gone in, in a bunch of different directions. We'll see what falls to me here at pick number 11. Um, I'm probably going to be targeting um, a forward. I know forwards are kind of um, scarce later in the draft. I think there's some pretty good guards, pretty good centers later in the draft. And since I'm not getting a tier one draft uh, pick, I'm not going to be able to get James Harden. I'm not going to be able to get Carl Anthony Towns uh, or Jokic, I would assume. And so I kind of want to clean up on the on those forwards. You know, we got um, in that second tier. You have Paul George. You got Jimmy Butler. And uh, some people I think maybe have Embiid up there. I'm still a little worried about Embiid's, um, I guess, overall max games played. So I don't really have him in my second tier, even though he is a second tier probably talent. And uh, I have Ben Simmons a lot lower in my Roto rankings, because Ben Simmons does kill you. He doesn't hit any threes, and that's pretty important. And he's got, the, you know, that a low free throw percentage. But uh, Ben Simmons is a guy that would be interesting to try to build around in a head-to-head league. But in a Roto league, I'm not really sure you can waste a first, what was essentially my first pick on Ben Simmons. I, I'm not building a team around that. All right, and we are started. Uh, Kyle McCown has the first pick, and he went Anthony Davis, um, which is definitely uh, uh, a first pick caliber player, and then James Harden went second. So James Harden, Anthony Davis, those are my one-two. I have Harden above Davis. If you have Davis above Harden, yeah, do that. Like At that point, those guys are the best of the best. Uh, there's some just pick one of those guys uh mark abel went lebron james third i think that's pretty crazy to take him third in a roto league um i have a theory about lebron james i'm not really sure he's going to be um i don't know playing an entire season this year i think this might be his baseball season uh where he maybe takes a couple months off but we'll, we'll see We'll see what's going on. I think LeBron's a little, a little too high at, at pick three, but apparently Mark Abel wanted him. Uh, Matt Smith went Kevin Durant, and then Pete Rogers went Giannis. So pretty, um, pretty standard top of the um, order. Um, my guess is that Curry, Cat Daddy, Jokic, all those guys would be gone by the time. Uh, it gets to me. So those are those would all be the guys that I would want. I'd probably also pick LeBron um, in the, before I would pick anyone like Paul George, Jimmy Butler, any of those guys. So I, I still, even though I think LeBron's going to be taking the year off, I'm, I'm avoiding him. I, if he fell to me, I would 100% pick LeBron James at pick 11. Like that's an obvious pick. Uh, Westbrook ended up going. Uh, sixth in a uh, roto league, I just don't think you should be doing that. Uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, he had free throw struggles. I know a lot of people think the, the that you know that was a um, a fluke year for Westbrook. I'm not really sure it is. Since this league doesn't have turnovers, I get why he went a little higher um, because Westbrook's obviously going to murder you in turnovers. But um, yeah, we'll see. I, th- I think that was a little bit of a reach for Russell Westbrook. Uh, Jokic went right after that. And then finally, Carl Anthony Towns off the board at pick eight. I mean, that's a steal. 
in a, a roto draft. And then Victor Oladipo at nine. I think that's a little early. I would be taking Steph Curry way before Victor Oladipo. Uh, that was Mark Roberts. It looks like I am up. Sadly, Steph Curry fell to 10, and I almost got Steph Curry. I cannot believe that even uh, happened. So um, I'm kind of in between Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I'm going to assume that Kawhi, until I see Kawhi Leonard play, I am not going to be um, picking him with my first pick because I just I don't know how um, healthy Kawhi Leonard's going to be. So I'm going to go with Paul George at the number 11 pick. I think Paul George uh, is going to, without Melo on the team, is really going to be taking a, a bigger role on that team. I, 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 a lot of people are going to say, how much bigger of a role could he possibly take there? Um, and when you look at Paul George's usage without Melo on the floor, um, Paul George's stats go up, his utilization goes up, and I, I really think um, that will equate to a little bit better of a season for Paul George. And Paul George had a, a fantastic season. Um, I was really hoping to get um, Oladipo here, but um, it looks like I'm not going to be able to get Oladipo. Dame Lillard is still on the board. I love Dame Lillard. I love I love everything about Dame Lillard. So uh, Josh Lloyd looks like he went uh, Kawhi Leonard and Joel Embiid back to back, and I was kind of hoping Kawhi Leonard would fall to me. I was kind of hoping Josh was not that interested in him, um, and I would definitely pick. Kawhi Leonard uh, in the second round anytime. But I went Dame Lillard or, or Kawhi Leonard, Dame Lillard. Yeah, I'm getting those names right. Woof. Um, this draft is um, kind of going quick. We're already here in the second round. Um, you cannot have a theory about your draft. You cannot win your draft in the first round or the second round. You can lose. You can lose your league in the first or second round of the draft. But you cannot win your league in the first and second round of the draft. The real money picks are in uh, rounds four, five, six, seven. When you're building your team, you're looking for value. You're rounding out your categories um, in the in a in a roto league and making sure you can compete in every single category and that you can actually maybe get a, a ten or a twelve. I guess in this case, I, uh, uh, a max, a first place in at least a couple categories. So you do want to kind of venture to that. Um, I did consider Jimmy Butler there, but, um, you know, Jimmy Butler has a tendency of uh, Tibbs running him into the ground, and um, I I was surprised Dame Lillard fell to me here in the second round, so I, I'm going to take him. Uh, Mark Roberts, who, um, good old good old Mark Roberts, who we, we tout his uh, projections all the time. Um, he, he was the one who snagged Victor Oladipo early, so screw you, Mark, for doing that. I'm not happy about that uh alex reichlin he ended up getting steph curry somehow at 10 and on the way on the return here uh reichlin reach i feel like a little bit of a reach kevin love um kevin love uh, is um i think he's gonna have a pretty pretty good year right but i don't see unless i mean reichlin must really uh knows he's not gonna get kevin love on the on the return so he reached down for him. I think with your second pick, that's uh, a little, little generous. So yeah, Kevin Love, a little bit of a reach there for Alex, but I, you know, he must have wanted him pretty badly. 
And um, sadly, uh, Marcus Soul went to Mark Roberts. So I think that was just a mistake pick. Um, definitely didn't want Marcus Soul there. Um, and that's kind of going to throw the uh, draft off a little bit for Mark Roberts. Sorry, buddy, but you shouldn't have taken uh, Oladipo early. And that's what you get. It's karma, man. Um, let's see. Right after the way... Uh, Fantrax admin, what's the deal? I don't know what's going on here. Uh, we might actually be pausing this. Uh, Chris Meany ends up taking Donovan Mitchell next with uh, the second, the sixth pick in the second round. And um, Oh, no, excuse me. The fifth pick in the second round. I think that's a huge reach for Donovan Mitchell. I, per, I'm pretty sure Chris uh, for Chris, uh, obviously, huge, um, huge target there for him. And he definitely reached for that pick. Uh, I just, I cannot see picking Donovan Mitchell in the top 20. Okay, we're going to rewind. Mark Roberts actually uh, ended up getting an auto pick. And so we are going to, um, we are going to allow Mark to uh, re-pick. This is the first time I've ever seen this in in a draft. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Fantrax, A. Free plug, I guess. Um, that's a pretty cool uh, feature that you can rewind the draft if there is a mistake. Uh, maybe other people wouldn't be too happy about that if you're the commissioner and you're rewinding picks and pissing people off. So I would maybe suggest uh, definitely knowing the people in your league before you do that or just be doing it for uh, fun, not money, if you're going to be rewinding the draft like that. But uh, obviously, you know, this is a bunch of experts doing a mock draft. Um, I am uh, pretty honored to be uh, considered an expert uh, because, you know, this is just um, a hobby. But hey, we got the podcast. You're listening to it. So hey, I, I guess I shouldn't say I'm not an expert. Of course, I'm an expert, everybody. And now Mark's apologizing to everybody. Mark's too nice. Too nice of a guy. But we are going to get started here again. Mark Roberts is going to actually pick his second round pick, the fourth pick in the second round, um, just to recap, if I can figure out how to get a recap on uh, fan tracks here. Oh, cool. There's a little pop-up. It shows uh, it's got the snake draft. We had AD at 1, Harden at 2, LeBron at 3. A bit of a reach. Kevin Durant at 4, Giannis at 5, Westbrook in a, in a Roto League at 6. I think that's also a reach. Jokic at 7. Uh, Towns at 8. Oladipo at 9. A little too early. Towns at 8 is a steal. Curry at 10 is a bigger steal. I went Paul George because um, I, I want to see Kawhi Leonard play first. If I had seen Kawhi Leonard healthy, I would have picked Kawhi Leonard for sure. Uh, and Josh Lee went Kawhi Leonard and Joel Embiid back-to-back. Uh, both risky injury picks, so interesting. And I went Dame. So Paul George and Dame is my team right now. I, I like the looks of that. Uh, and then followed by Kevin Love. Mark Roberts, instead of picking um, Marcus Soule on auto-draft, he went Ben Simmons. So... I also think pretty early on Ben Simmons in a Roto League. I think that is way too early. Um, you're going to be hindered by what he cannot do, uh, hit threes and shoot free throws. Um, also, he's not a great scorer. So I know Mark's got Oladipo in there, who is a pretty good scorer, but none of those guys are elite, elite scorers. You know? And uh, I got two elite scorers, Dame and Paul George. So I'm feeling really good about my points. Uh, Donovan Mitchell went to Chris. And like I said, I think that's too early. I think a lot of people, uh, the hype on Donovan Mitchell is way too high right now. Um, he did not finish in the top. Um, I think he, he didn't finish in the top 50. I do have um, Donovan Mitchell in my top 50 ranked. But um, 
I think I would wait till the third round to start targeting Donovan Mitchell. I uh, obviously Chris didn't think he was going to be able to get Donovan Mitchell late in the third round. So hey, props to you for reaching for your guy. I just don't think I'm re- I'm not reaching down in my first two picks. I'm taking the best guys available. And so this is a roto. You want to have a well balanced team. You want to have guys like Steph Curry, like Carl Anthony Towns. I'm surprised those guys didn't go th- three and four um, or five. You know, like that's. Those guys are beautiful in a roto league. In a head-to-head league, um, what I like to do is still take best available. So in a roto league, I take best available for the first two rounds. In a head-to-head league, I take best available for the first two rounds. I don't come in with a punting strategy. Uh, I think that's a little short-sighted. What I like to do is see how my team's playing out after the first two rounds. And then I start targeting people and start reaching down in the third, fourth, and fifth rounds for guys who fit um, my punt, uh, the punt strategy based on my first two guys. Uh, but since this is not a head-to-head league, uh, I'm not going to be talking about punting right now. And so I'm much, much more interested in um, guys who are well-rounded across the board. So uh, a guy who's really great in Roto Leagues, Otto Porter. Uh, we talked about him in one of our previous podcasts about the Washington Wizards. Um, when our in our 30 teams in over 30 days, Otto Porter to me he's like kind of like a house of cards. He is great when it comes to nine cap because he does everything above average. But if one of those things falls off, he, I don't know if he's a top 50 player. The thing is, he's done it for so long. He's so consistent. I do think he's going to once again finish in in the top 30, top 20 in in nine cat. Um, since this is an eight cat, he's not as valuable. But I, I would still, I would not, still not target Auto Porter till the third round. Uh, but in a roto league, I'm much more interested in Auto Porter than in a head-to-head league. All right, we are running once again. Um, after I went Dame Lillard, Kevin Lumwood off the board. A uh, little bit of reach, but you're not going to get Kevin Love in the third round at the end of the third round. Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, same thing. Um, I, I'm not taking Donovan Mitchell in the second round. I think a lot of people will. Uh, I'm not even sure if I'm taking Donovan Mitchell in the third round. So um, a lot of people are going to be high on him. I'm staying away from him. Uh, John Wall. Went, I like John Wall. I think he's got a lot of um, a lot of people kind of with his injury. Um, a lot of people forgot about him in a roto league. I think I think that's fine where he picked where where John Wall went, but uh, a little uh, maybe a little high. But you want that um, John Wall and uh, paired with Nikola Jokic. Those are I mean, the assists on Eric Cross's team here. Uh, very very good. Then Chris Middleton went. Um, man, he he took Chris Middleton. That's my boy. That's my guy. Um, I was really hoping that would uh, he would fall to the third round. I should know better. These guys are experts. They know what they're talking about. Obviously, Chris Middleton went early. DeMar DeRozan, I think that's a little high too there for DeMar DeRozan, but he will be interesting in the Spurs, on the Spurs. Uh, Drew Holiday went after that with the uh, ninth pick in the second round to Matt Smith. Uh, I like Drew Holiday a lot. A lot of people are... Um, Maybe thinking Drew Holiday injury prone, blah blah blah. But you know, Drew Holiday was uh, with with the many games he played. I think he played 81 games. You know, he was a top 15 player, and getting him late in the second round that's that's pretty good for Matt Smith. So good for him. Um, we um, are going to let Mark Abel. So Mark Abel ended up auto drafting Demar Derozan, or no, not Demar Derozan, um, Demarcus Cousins. So that was a little early for Demarcus Cousins, who is bound to be injured half of the season. And we talked about Demarcus earlier in the uh, in our uh, 30 teams preview. Um, we don't really think he is draftable unless you're talking maybe like the 100 110th pick. 
uh, and you have an IR to stash him on, and then he comes. Maybe he comes back for your playoffs, and you get a huge boost in the playoffs. So I think Tyler said he would not be drafting him at all, and I would be drafting him after pick 100. But you don't want to waste a second round pick on that, and he didn't. So instead, Mark ended up going with Kyle Lowry. Uh, I think that's a little early on Kyle Lowry. I'd rather had Kyrie Irving, uh, Kimber Walker, and Kyrie Irving go next. So Kyle McCown with Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving. That's a really really nice team. Uh, Matt Williams. He took Kimba Walker. He's got Walker and James Harden, so he is set at guard. Um, you do want to kind of, when you're drafting, kind of say aware of how people are, um, what positions they have filled up. Um, it's, you know, it gives you a little slight edge. It's maybe not a huge edge, but at least a slight edge. So we're already into the third round. That's what I like about the when people come prepared, the draft goes a lot quicker. Um, so here in the third round, Jimmy Butler goes first. I would have taken Jimmy Butler in the second round. I cannot believe Jimmy Butler fell to the third round. That is insane. Uh, Andre Drummond in a Roto League, third round, a little early. Um, his free throws did improve last year, and that did make him a much more viable candidate to own in a Roto League. And um, early third round seems a little early for me. I would have, maybe fourth round is when I start looking at Andre Drummond, fourth, fifth round. You know, there's not a lot of centers out there who can give you double-digit rebounds, let alone a guy like Andre Drummond, who is one of the best rebounders in the league. So uh, Matt Williams, he did not need another guard with Kimba and James Harden. And so he went Andre Drummond. And hey, all right, cool. Next up in the third round with the third pick, in the third round, Mark Abel getting C.J. McCollum. I think that's way too early for C.J. McCollum. Uh, C.J. McCollum did not have that great of a year. His shooting reverted uh, back to the mean, and he uh, was shooting close to 44% instead of 48%. I just think that's way too early. I'd rather have Bradley Beal. I'd rather have Clay Thompson. And, uh, you know, he went C.J. McCollum. That's fine, because Matt Smith right after went him went Bradley Beal. That's who I'd uh, rather have. I like Bradley Beal. So right now, I'm going to talk about my team. Right now, I got... Paul George, Dame Lillard, um, I like the look of that team, and you know I like uh, I like where I'm sitting here. Um, there's still a lot of really good guys on the board here. Chris Paul is still on the board, which I find incredible. So I'll be snagging Chris Paul if he can actually fall to me. Draymond Green's still up there. Uh, Rudy Gobert is someone I'm going to be targeting right now. Because uh, I need a center, and Rudy Gobert is a great center. Like if if I can pull Rudy Gobert here, uh, I'm going to be plenty, plenty happy. Yeah, Jimmy Butler in the third round, great. One of the one of the great, one of the best picks. Um, Jason Tatum went. I am not that high on Jason Tatum. You know, I, I don't know about. I know he's going to be an incredible player, and he's a very good fantasy player. Um, I guess P. Rogers thinking Jason Tatum is going to take a, a big leap this year. I think with the playing time and the touches with. Kyrie back and uh, Gordon Hayward back. Boston's going to be a, a work in progress. He's going to, um, I think that team's going to take a while to figure itself out. Tatum is going to be a huge part of that team. And um, I just think, you know, third round, it's, it's a little early for Jason Tatum's skill set, but the upside is there. The ceiling is there. So I can't really argue too much with Jason Tatum in the third, in the middle of the third round. Um, of course, no surprise here. The guys that I was hoping would fall to me, Chris Paul and Rudy Gobert, I really can't believe those guys fell to the middle end of the third round. Um, that seems way too late for those guys, and I was hoping they would fall, but they didn't, so good picks right there. 
Um, and next up, uh, Mark Roberts picks Devin Booker. Now, he's uh, Mark Roberts has got Devin Booker ranked pretty high in his projections, so I'm I'm not surprised to see Mark take Devin Booker here. Um, personally, I don't have Devin Booker that high. Uh, I don't have him as a third round pick. He's another him and Donovan or Mitchell. Yeah, him and Donovan Mitchell. I think are going to be overdraft a lot this year, and I don't think I'm going to be owning either one of those guys. So I am up. Oh, my boy, Gary Harris. Now that's a reach, uh, Reichlin, but um. Alex Reichlin taking Gary Harris, um, I think, far too early. Um, no, excuse me. I don't think that's far too early. That's actually a pretty good pick. I wanted Gary Harris, and that's why I'm upset. So once again, the guy next to me taking the freaking player I want. Uh, but Draymond Green's on the board. I got two really high scores. I can take Draymond Green on my team. He's going to put up fantastic counting stats. Um, he is like a Jokic light, so why would I not be taking Draymond Green, especially since I've already got two of the top scorers in the league to balance out the fact that Draymond Green doesn't score. So Draymond Green in the third round, I am uh, very, very pleased. Next up is Josh Lloyd. Um, Josh Lloyd going with Eric Bledsoe on the turn here at the end of round three. Kind of a, also some old school picks, uh, Eric Bledsoe and LaMarcus Aldridge. So the centers were kind of running a little dry out there. And um, LaMarcus Aldridge, I think, is up for another really, really good season. Um, we do know how he plays with um, with a, another superstar on the team. So I don't think he's going to have as good of a season as, as he did last Um season i don't think lamarcus is going to have that good of a season but i i do like him at the beginning of round four it is up to me i i don't know if i like this what i'm going to do here uh going draymond and auto porter because of their scoring but ooh, am i going to reach for somebody am i going to reach for somebody here this is the time to reach for somebody i'm not going to reach for somebody i'm going best player on the board that's probably a mistake i'm not too happy about that I'm, you know, i'm happy about it because that's who i wanted Picking at the end of the round, you have a lot of picks just to sit there and wait. And um, here in the fourth round, that's the time you're going to have to reach down for a player you really, really want. And I'm sitting here, I'm looking at my draft board that I have here, and I have Auto Porter uh, at the top of my draft board with players that are left. And I'm just sitting there looking at him, Otto Porter, who uh, was ended up 20th overall last year in, um, per game. This is a Roto League. He's going to probably finish in the top 20, 25. And I'm getting him at the beginning of the fourth round. So I'm like, do I go with the guy who's obviously the best value on the board? Or do I reach down for someone like Miles Turner, who I think is going to have a fantastic season next year? And... I'm not going to get Miles Turner coming back. It's just not going to happen. And so it's either now or never for Miles Turner. And I went never. I went Auto Porter because I think Auto Porter is just that much better of a fantasy player. And now, on top of that, I have a fantastic set of forwards. I got Auto Porter, I got Draymond Green, and I got Paul George. I've cleaned up on a, on a, stat, uh, on a position that I think is pretty scarce. So I don't have to worry about forwards anymore. I can focus on getting all the guards and all the centers I want. And I do think there's really good guards and centers later in the draft. So uh, I'm, I'm so far like pretty excited about this draft so far. I love my team. Paul George uh, with my first pick. On the return, I got Dame Lillard. And then I ended up getting Draymond in the third with the 35th pick. And then I went Otto Porter in the fourth with a 38th pick. All those guys are going to have the potential to finish in the top 2025. 
I love this team. It's a great team. I'm coming out ahead here. Love it. Um, ends up, uh, Reichland, I think, reaching again with Josh Richardson. I think, you know, Rock, Josh Richardson could be a top 40, 50 player, but uh, taking him with a 39th pick overall, I don't, I don't like the value there. Uh, I think that's a little early for Josh Richardson. Miami um, is still going to be doing the same thing. There's going to be a lot of time sharing and in Miami. So Josh Richardson, I don't think he's going to get a big bump in minutes. Probably going to get the same amount of minutes as he did last go round last season. So I'm, I'm thinking Josh Richardson kind of have his, a similar season as he did last year. Uh, kind of hilarious. Mark Roberts ends up getting Marcus Soule, the guy who auto he accidentally auto draft in the second round. He ends up getting in the fourth round. And if you listen to the Watching the Boxes podcast, we love Marcus Soule. And getting him in the fourth round here, I, I really I really like the value. Um, that's pretty good. Chris Meany ends up going Blake Griffin with Blake Griffin's injury. I'm st- I'm staying away from Blake Griffin. How many times do you need to get burned by Blake Griffin in order to know stay away from Blake Griffin? Uh, I'm not picking him in any of the drafts I'm going to be in. And I actually think here in the fourth round, that's too early to pick Blake Griffin. It's just too early. I'm not a fan. Um, I'm loving this uh, my draft board, the way it looks so far. Um, I'm going to be coming up uh, at the end of the fifth round, so I have a lot of time left to figure out who I want. So I'm just going to sit back, relax, see who these guys pick. Um, Clint Capella ends up going off the board with the um, sixth pick in the fourth round. I like that. I like Clint Capella. There's not a lot of really good centers left. Um, there's a really nice drop. I think there's one good center left. His name is Miles Turner, and I'm hoping he drops to me. But um, Clint Capella, I'm in. Um, you want to make sure you get a good center, and you don't think a good center is going to come back to you uh, being in the middle of the round. I don't like picking in the middle of the rounds. I like picking at the ends of the round. Middle of the round is weird because you you almost never – feels like no one ever falls to you when you're picking in the middle of the round. Um, I'm not really sure where I want – if I get to choose my draft position. I'm not really sure where I feel like picking uh, right now. I'm kind of leaning towards the second pick. Uh, or maybe even the fourth pick. I think there's a, there, uh, either you want to go one or two, or maybe you want to go six or seven. So I um, I think that's where you're going to get the value. Because like, Steph Curry just dropped to the 10th pick in this league, and that's insane. That's incorrect, guys. Don't know what you're doing out there. Um, so Lou Williams comes off the board. Clint, uh, that's way too early for Lou Williams. He had a really he, – his ranking looked really good overall last year, but he had a really hard drop-off, really, really hard drop-off for Lou Williams. So I think fourth round, that is early for Lou Williams, but um, more power to you. Dario Sarge going off the board, um, and then John Collins. So John Collins, Matt Smith liking John Collins. Make a note of that. Uh, I like John Collins too. Everybody loves John Collins. I think Blake was too early. Lou Williams is too early. Dario Sarge feels too early, too, to me in the fourth round. Uh, but like I said, I don't know what the motivation of these guys are. They might really, really want these players. They're one of their, uh, to me, they're not one of my favorite players, but they might go, hey, these guys aren't going to come back to me in the fifth round. Uh, they're definitely going to, these guys are, those are kind of fifth round players. I want that guy 100%. But uh, I don't believe that because we're kind of at the end of the fourth round. Those picks, those guys are coming right back up, so they're picking. They'll, they'll have a chance to get them in the fifth round. Sarge, people are digging on Sarge. Pete Rogers got him. A couple people are complaining about not getting Sarge. So um, uh, I guess some people are high on Sarge. I guess I'm not fourth round high on Sarge. Um, I do like Dario Sarge though. He, uh, I'll let you know where I pick him in a future podcast. So we're already interest, uh, entered the fifth round here. Let's say. Um, 
Dar- after Dario Saric, uh, Matt Smith went with John Collins. I like that pick. Um, he 100% wanted John Collins, and I assumed he thought he was not going to get John Collins coming back. Mark Abel went Andrew Wiggins. That's an insane pick. I have no idea what's going on there. I don't know if I even have Andrew Wiggins in my top 100, so that might have been an accident. Uh, sorry, Mark Abel. And uh, Matt Williams went Gordon Hayward. I think that's a really good pick. Gordon Hayward is a top, uh, probably top 35 player. Uh, could have potential to be a little bit higher there. And getting him at the near the end of the fourth round is uh, is quality, absolute quality there. So great pick by Matt Williams with Gordon Hayward. I'm surprised he dropped that low. Now we're here on the turn. Kyle McCown, uh, our old friend Kyle, who I hope he is having a beer right now picking these picks um, because I think it helps him think more clearly because he's making, he's got a pretty good team so far. He ended up drafting, drafting Nikola Vujovic. Um, I think people are going to be down on Vujovic with the, with Mo Bamba being there. And a lot of people think they're going to go young. Vujovic is incredibly useful, even in 29, 30 minutes. So uh, Vujovic at the end of the fourth is um, a guy who could be a top, 30 player and is going to be a great center, probably one of the last good centers left. Uh, and then Kyle with his um, turn pick snagged Jamal Murray. So that's a really good pick, especially in a roto league. Uh, I like Jamal Murray. Uh, someone took Gary Harris already earlier. I think it was Alex Reichlin and uh, that pissed me off and seeing Jamal Murray go here pisses me off too. Those, those are guys I am targeting in roto leagues. Uh, Matt Williams goes Dennis Schroeder. Uh, don't, I, I think you're going to see, we talked about this in our Oklahoma city, uh, podcast. Don't think you're going to see an improvement from Dennis Schroeder. He couldn't, Dennis Schroeder could not have been in a better, um, position usage wise in Atlanta. Basically he was the entire team. So Dennis Schroeder is not going to be better on Oklahoma city. We saw the Westbrook effect. We know what happens to guards that play with Westbrook. They don't get the ball, and Dennis Schroeder needs the ball in his hand to be effective. So does Oladipo. Oladipo did not look good in Oklahoma City. Dennis Schroeder does not is not going to look good in Oklahoma City. I'm not even I'm not targeting Dennis Schroeder until the ninth round, and so going at the top of the fifth is um, to me pretty absurd. Next up. We're still in the fifth round. Jamal Murray went first. Dennis Schroeder, who I like, Dennis Schroeder, not so much. Dwight Howard, what? Mark Abel does not have a center and picked Dwight Howard in a roto league. All right, cool. I'm not sure about that pick at all. I'm not sure I'm even targeting Dwight Howard in my top 100. I'm actually not targeting Dwight Howard in my top 100. So screw that pick. No offense to Mark there. Uh, Matt Smith, uh, snagging my um, my sleeper. I knew he wasn't going to get back to me. Um, it never works. It's, if I wanted Miles Turner, so I, you know, like I said earlier, if I wanted Miles Turner, I was going to have to reach down for him. And I just thought the value of Otto Porter at the 38th pick was too good to reach down for Miles Turner. Now, um, of course, um, and I should know better because Matt Smith, uh, he knows what he's talking about, grabs Miles Turner with the um let's see with the fourth pick in the fifth round yeah i should have known miles turner was never coming back to me but see that's exactly what i was talking about you i was never to get miles turner if i didn't pick him early and i didn't pick him early and i'm okay with that um i'm okay with um losing miles turner i'm because i i got out auto porter instead 
And man, I just wish Miles Turner would have failed to me. I'm, I'm going to just wax on about Miles Turner. So after Miles Turner, Al Horford went going. Uh, slow and steady Al Horford. Man, that's a good pick. Like a lot of people overlook. I think people want to make that home run swing like Miles Turner. Al Horford is plenty good too. Al Horford is slow and steady, and he is always going to show up and uh, and really, I think, bring uh, a ton uh, of value uh, to where you pick him. He, you probably get Al Horford in the fifth and sixth round because he's not a sexy pick at all. So um, I uh, I love that pick for Pete Rogers there. Uh, Aaron Gordon going off the board. Um, Aaron Gordon can make a leap, so I, that's a little early, I think, in my opinion, but not that early. And I think you're going to get a really, really good um, Aaron Gordon this year. I think he's uh, – the problem is, is that he's a four. And they got Obama there. They got a lot of fours on that team. And you have Jonathan Isaac, who's going to play more minutes there. What is he, a three or four? I don't know what's going on. So unless Orlando, who has a history of not figuring stuff out, figures it out, Aaron Gordon is probably going to have a similar year that he did last year. But the upside is there. The talent is there. So perhaps Aaron Gordon could end up um, a, a very good pick here in the fifth round. Um, Tobias Harris goes off the board. Luka Doncic, that is a I really want Luka Doncic pick, and I like that because I wanted him too. I was going to take Doncic in my pick. So I'm up here, and um, I have I don't have a center, so that's an issue. So uh, I'm looking at Jarrett Allen maybe or Enos Cantor. I think Enos Cantor is going to be sticking around uh, a lot longer than Jarrett Allen. So I am going to take Jarrett Allen, and I'm kind of hoping that um, Josh Lloyd is not focused on Enos Cantor. But uh, my guess is Enos Cantor, is, if I'm Josh Lloyd, I'm taking Enos Cantor. Uh, but, oh, you know what I should have done? Go out to Josh Lloyd's team. Does he have a center? He does. Joel Embiid. All right, cool. I might be all right here. Uh, I might go center, center. Because my next tier of guards are pretty far down there. Uh, Jeff Teague is still out there. Uh, someone already took Chris Dunn, so that pissed me off. Mark Roberts taking Chris Dunn. Mark Roberts taking all my damn players. Um, damn it, Mark. I like I like that team. Uh, I'm going to reach for, uh, maybe a little bit for Jared Allen, but I needed a center, and I like the upside there, and he's going to play a lot. So uh, mad props to Jared Allen. So if, if uh, Enos Cantor comes back to me, I'm definitely taking Enos Cantor in a Roto League. And Josh Lloyd, who um, – oh, Mike Connolly was still on the board. Man, should have took Mike Connolly. That's a great pick. Uh, Josh Lloyd ended up snagging Mike Connolly, and I, I love that pick for him. I should have known better at looking at his team. He needs a guard. He doesn't need a center. So Enos Cantor was safe. Mike Connolly was not. And uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go center, center here because I don't have any centers. And there's uh, I know Stephen Adams and uh, Dwayne Dedman's down there. Serge Ibaka's down there. We got some centers still on the board, but for Roto, Enos Cantor is a fantastic center. He's gonna play a lot in New York. I know a lot of people might think. Uh, um, oh, Mitchell Robinson's going to play a bit. It's going to take a long time for Mitchell Robinson to come back around uh, to to take any uh, significant minutes from Enos Cantor. Enos Cantor is an automatic double-double, and his percentages are fantastic. And since we're in a Roto League, you want those percentages. So um, I'm loving my team so far. 
I'm going to take a, a, a real quick recap here. And I'm going to, I think, for all you regular listeners, we're gonna, I'm going to take you through the sixth round. But if you want to hear the rest of this draft and really the meat and potatoes uh, of your draft is you win a draft after the sixth round. You know, fifth, sixth round, those are really important um, picks. But after that, you're taking swipes, you're taking picks. So um, there's going to be a lot of sleepers probably brought up in the sixth, seventh, eighth, or eighth rounds. So um, if you really want to hear the rest of this podcast, subscribe to patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Let me recap what has happened so far in this draft. And I'm going to go over my team I took with the 11th pick, Paul George. Got Damian Lillard back on the turn. Long wait. Got Draymond Green at the end of the third round. I couldn't believe it. And Otto Porter at the beginning of the fourth round. So I'm in a roto league. I'm feeling really happy. I love my across-the-board production. I got really good scores and then not-so-good scores, so they help balance it all out. Um, I'm loving that. And then I went center, center in the fifth and sixth rounds. I went Jared Allen, high upside, decent percentages for Jared Allen. And then Enos Cantor, um, I, I saw that Josh Lloyd already had a center, so I knew Enos, I assumed Enos Cantor would be there. But actually, Josh Lloyd went DeAndre Ayton. And I think that's a way too early for Don, uh, DeAndre Ayton. I like DeAndre Ayton. He's going to play a lot. He's going to get a ton of minutes. And um, that's all positive. Those are all really, really good things. And so when it comes to picking DeAndre Ayton in the sixth round, knowing for a fact that you're on the turn, you are not going to get uh, DeAndre Ayton at the end of the seventh round, or the you know you're not going to survive um, 22 more picks without DeAndre Ayton going with a guy who's probably going to play 32 to 34 minutes, who's a double double type of guy. So that's a pretty good pick. I, if you want to reach down for DeAndre Ayton at the beginning of the sixth round because you really like DeAndre Ayton, go for it. Um, and also, I think Josh got a really good steal with Mike Connolly. Uh, Reichlin ends up going Brooke Lopez, which um, could be a really good pick. I think Brooke Lopez, now that I'm looking at my centers, maybe I should have grabbed some uh, Mike Connolly with my fifth-round pick and then ended up getting Jared Allen or Enos Cantor with my sixth pick. So that would have been a solid guard to pair with Dame Lillard. Maybe a little bit of regret there. Uh, Reichlin ended up going Porzingis. Um, so let me just recap. I think we I missed quite a few of these fifth rounds. Tobias Harris went. Luka Doncic, that's a good pick. Chris Dunn in the fifth round. I love Chris Dunn this year. Uh, I'm mad Chris Dunn went to Mark Roberts right before I was about to pick because I would have taken Chris Dunn um, with one of those two picks. Uh, Porzingis, that's a that's a big swing. If he comes back early and looks like Porzingis, hey, that's a really good pick. I think it's a little early, though. I'm not taking Porzingis that early. Um, I went Jared Allen. Mike Connolly went on the turn. Deontay, uh, DeAndre Ayton went... Uh, to Josh Lloyd uh, on the the beginning of the sixth round. I went Enos Cantor. I love the percentages for Enos Cantor in a Roto League, so to me, I'm real happy with my team. Uh, Brooke Lopez, um, I think, has a pretty high ceiling, so he went next, followed by jo- uh, Jinglin Joe. Man, Joe Ingles is a great pick in the sixth round. Uh, a lot of people are going to overlook Joe Ingles because he's a boring name. Uh, Chris Meany went with my boy, Lowry Markkinen. Uh, Lowry Markkinen is going to have a really good season this year. I don't think he's going to get lost in the shuffle with Portis and Wendell Carter Jr., um, who, uh, guess what? A spoiler alert for the rest of the podcast. I'm going to be targeting Wendell Carter Jr. I really hope I get him. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to pick him, so if you want to find that out, you got to subscribe to patreon.com slash watching the boxes to find out if I get Wendell Carter Jr., because I know all you guys out there who listen are always concerned about my um, – healthy relationship with the bulls and i would not be a podcast if i didn't mention them and how much i love them and hate them at the same time 
Uh, so Larry Markin went in the sixth uh, with uh, to Chris in the sixth round. Uh, Hassan Whiteside goes to Eric Cross. Uh, I'm staying away from Hassan Whiteside. Uh, I'm staying away from all those centers other than uh, Clint Capella and maybe um, Drummond because of the the rebounds. But I'm staying away from all those centers that are really punt builds in a roto league. Not not worth it for me. Uh, beautiful Bob Covington goes to Heath. I love that pick. Um, I love beautiful Bob. He uh, makes me happy, and he went the eighth pick in the sixth round. Uh, and then we have my boy Nico, Nico Miritich, going in the sixth round as well. That's a really good pick. Nico's going to have another good year. Uh, a lot of people, I think, are sleeping on Nico Miritich. Never sleep on Nico. Beardless Nico, still I can't look him right in the face because uh, I need that beard back, buddy. I got to, uh, I got that beard Nico shirt that uh, I'll never stop wearing. So, uh, Nico, props to you. Uh, I also um, got the Nico Chia Pet. So you could grow a beard at a Chia Pet on Nico, from Nico's beard. Uh, it was my project last summer, and I, uh, what a project, by the way. And uh, it turned out really well, and I, and I, I will never forget. I, uh, I, up on Instagram, I sent it to Nico. So, uh, Nico, I hope you saw that Chia Pet and loved every minute of it. Cal Kuzma. That's way too early for Cal Kuzma. But Mark Abel really wanted Cal Kuzma and thinks maybe LeBron's going to give him a huge boost there, which I think LeBron does give anybody um, who's like a, like a, a role player kind of guy. He gives those guys boosts, but he doesn't give superstars boosts. He hurts superstars. So luckily there's no superstars on, on the um, um, LA Lakers other than LeBron. And that's why I think LeBron's going to be um, taking a little bit of a rest this year. But Cal Kuzma in the bottom of the sixth, a little early for me. Julius Randle went to Matt Williams uh, with the 11th pick in the sixth round. And then finishing out the bottom of the sixth round, Jonas Valanciunas goes to Kyle McCown. If you want to hear the rest of this draft and a bit of a recap of each one of these teams, this is going to be, hey, this could be a long one. Might be a two-parter, might be a three-parter. But um, if you want to check the, out the rest of this podcast, like I said, subscribe, patreon.com slash watching the boxes the rest of this podcast is exclusive content for our our, our loyal subscribers uh, i appreciate you guys listening i hope you got a lot of value out of this mock draft with the the other experts in the fancy basketball field i'll definitely be talking about uh, mock drafts in the future uh, we'll be doing some mock drafts on the show we do our who do you draft based on your first round for the first five or six rounds so that will um be a really good series. People seem to like those. But if you have any feedback, you can find me at Watch the Boxes on Twitter. If you have any questions, uh, comments, and if you'd like the show, rate and review us on whatever you're listening to, and um, reach out to us with uh, stuff you want to hear for the preseason. We are going to continue with our 30 teams in over 30 days series, and uh, we got a lot of exciting content coming up on Watching the Boxes. So thank you for supporting the show. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers, and I'll catch you guys next time. 